0: We've been away for a while and it's been a busy few months on the blue carpet but what better way to wheel back into the pod than with the new women's world champion test event paris winner and first british woman confirmed for next august olympic games beth potter it's a brilliant 45 minutes covering pre-race insomnia post-race elation and the stresses and strains of that paris race that has the scott on course for a second olympic games and a first in triathlon but there's plenty of blue carpet action still to come in 2023 so don't miss the Chengdu and Brasilia World Cups this weekend, and you can watch Beth in the Super League Finals from Neon, all on triathlonlive.tv. But for now, here's Beth. Hello. Hi. You good?
1: Uh, yeah, sort of. I came off my bike on Saturday, so I was that sore. So I've got, I had to go to hospital to get my knees stitched up because it was uh, all
0: cut open. Were you riding solo or with a... Uh, with a group. Yeah. yeah. How many stitches? Well, they they've only put two in because there's like a big
1: chunk missing in the middle. Uh, so it's actually like. As the
0: stitch into.
1: Well, yeah, there's like a left a left part of it on the, on the road. I'll show you what it looks like. This is it stitched up. Uh, oh yeah, that is. That was like it, there was a big, big chunk of it in the middle missing. So it's quite a deep cut. It was like two and a half centimeters.
0: Ah oh, no. How far away did you have to ride back then again? Like, far with
1: I was about 40 minutes from home, but I was at the end of a long ride. It was like I was four hours in and I was jet lagged and I was probably a bit tired. And our reaction times were probably a bit slow. Whoa. And there was an oncoming car that just was too big for the lane that didn't stop in enough time. And then we were like funneling out into single file, but we just didn't have enough time.
0: Yeah. Oh, with me. Scary business, isn't it? Um well, presumably like your next sort of couple of months at least was, was looking a bit easier, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I've got well, I've got neon
0: oh. in uh, two weeks. So So nice no. got
1: that then off season, but yeah, I don't know if I'll be able to read Oh, hopefully i change in a couple of days it's healed a little bit. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I'm at home now, I'm in Glasgow, so mm. um, I'm at the parents' house, so just have a couple of days chilling out and then I've got my gravel bike home with me, so hopefully I'll be able to – I did that on purpose because
0: I don't want to go on the road. road. (laughs) (laughs) And you're getting your blood all over (laughs) the parents' sheets, not your own, so that saves you the – Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, no, thanks for sparing the time then. Um, Lovely to catch up and, yeah, we've not – it's been a while since I've done one of these. So uh what better place to start than yeah. with the World Champ? Uh and wanna go over Audavedra, of course. Um uh, look back over the season and how that yeah, qualification shapes like the next six to ten months and how that's changed that. But yeah, first of all, life as World Champ, how's it been? You've been kind of bouncing around opening shopping centres, kissing babies, talking to your old school class.
1: No, uh, oh, I've actually I like I left Pontevedra after a very late night in doping control. I saw my parents for about forty five minutes for a very late dinner. Yeah. And I had to pack my bike and then I was on a transfer at five the next morning to head to Malibu. So I haven't really um, I, yeah, I hasn't really and I was meant to have a party on Saturday night to celebrate it. That was an E D. So
0: <laughs> Oh, that's rude out of the party.
1: No so it's been delayed. And it's going to probably be delayed until after I get back from time off um, But that's fine, at least Everyone will be around and, and it might have sunk in by that point So it's not a bad thing
0: Yeah, like a whirlwind then To go straight to Malibu That That must have like felt even more surreal Did it? Like it's just, okay On to the next one Yeah
1: well, it was, it was a bit like Just having to get up and do it again With Super League on that weekend And I felt tired and I just felt a bit out of it, really, uh, with the jet lag and then just trying to come to terms with it all. So it was all a bit strange, but yeah, the race was fun and it was nice to spend a couple of extra days in LA. So I got to
0: kind of chill out a little bit on the beach and enjoy it. Then. Yeah, enjoyed following that on the socials of the various like shots of you chilling out and uh, uh, touristing it up.
1: Yeah, it was cool actually The weather was really good And I rode my bike in the hills Yeah, it was nice I enjoyed it
0: But yeah, it was presumably the uh, emotional Just emptying after Pontevedra as well As much as the physical, right? You've just done physically that like incredibly demanding race But everything that had been building up to it And the pressure that you'd presumably put on yourself And that was, you know, inevitably comes from all around Yeah, compound exhaustion, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it was just, I don't think that it wasn't as high a pressure situation for me anyway as Paris. And, you know, that was like really quite, I don't even know how to describe it, but quite a very tense environment. And it was quite difficult to deal with. But I think Pontevedra was more relaxed than into that. Obviously, still nervous, but definitely there was more of a relaxed feel. You could sort of have a laugh a little bit. I just don't feel like it was anything like that. I'm right. <laughs> Yeah, it was very, everything was quite serious and yeah. it just felt like a very high pressure situation, which it was. Um, and then, Port, yeah, Pontevedra was was cool. I think it's, ever since I moved to Leeds, I've heard about this place, Pontevedra. <laughs> but it was nice to finally uh, go there and see what it was like. And yeah, I thought it was a great tour, especially the run. I thought it was just straight up my street and uh, yeah, I enjoyed the race. It was good. It was good and yeah, even better to have a really good result as well. So I think all round,
0: yeah, good experience. What was the what was the chatter in Leeds about Pontevedra then? How come that <laughs> dropped? Well, no, just just twenty eleven. I don't
1: really how was there? I it was my first introduction to you know, one of uh, just Leeds and my training partners.
0: <laughs> right. Twenty eleven. <2011. laughs> You're going to have to fill me in.
1: <laughs> no, you don't know. <laughs> All right, I think there was a bit of drama. We, I don't know. I don't want to get in trouble. Uh, oh, <laughs> and, uh,
0: oh, we're digging straight back into the archives for that, then. I can't, yeah. So, um, has that got anything to do with uh, a famous Leeds triathlete and a, and a famous Podavedra translate
1: Potentially, yeah, but... <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I'm not there I wasn't there so I'm not saying anymore but yeah it's just it's always it's a bit of a joke or like a running sort of right. running steam. Um, so it was finally nice to I feel like it was like one of my first introductions to Leeds and moving to Leeds to do triathlon and so it felt full circle for me to finally be there and in Pond in this famous place I'd heard all about and be doing a triathlon so I think it was and it was a world chance as well so it was nice to a different experience. <laughs> put it in the line.
0: <laughs> okay. Ah, cool. So that was whatever the story is. It was one that was always doing the rounds. Was it like you kind of one of the early days of all sitting around a table chewing the fat after a training session? Yeah, exactly. Was, like, I'll bet you've got a story for you.
1: Yeah, it was my first. A lot of my first memories, really, so we'll lead to be honest with you. Um. So yeah, it was nice to nice to do a race there and. Yeah, it was, a, it was a nice time, and my parents came out to watch as well. I'm a coach, so um, yeah, it was really special to have them there and perform well and and yeah, to win. Yeah,
0: because we heard from your dad and mom, so oh, and uh, oh yeah, 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 while the eternal anti doping was going on, right? And oh,
1: I don't know, so long. And yes, yeah, so, yeah, no, they were they were there, and I think yeah, enjoyed it. They they only come for the big ones, so that was. Oh.
0: Well, your dad said he wanted Sunderland, to be in Sunderland, Paris, but...
1: Sunderland and um, Pontevedra were the ones that came to this year. I didn't want anyone perhaps Yeah, Jack came, but I just didn't want any... Distra- and I've told people not to tell me if they're coming next year, just to book their accommodation and don't tell me that they're coming. So <laughs> I just don't want the pressure or the... Well, see, I support. I just... I, just, I was almost like I just don't want to let people down, so if I, I don't think they're there, then... I don't have to think that letting people down.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. But I mean, they would just love to see you racing at an Olympic Games, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. I good. think it's just, I think just with having the memories of Rio and I,
0: uh, just,
1: like not being well and people had come out to see me and I was disappointed. And so I think, yeah, I just want a different Olympic experience this
0: so. Yeah. So part of the Paris extra pressure was, as well as it being the first sort of wheels of in motion of yeah of next year, it was the memories of Rio. Was it that, that, like it's all? Yeah,
1: I think so. I think it's just I found it really hard. I mean, eventually it was the reason I decided to leave athletics. So I don't want that to be the case this triathlon. You know, I don't want it I, I don't want to have such a bad experience that you know quit or anything. So I think. Um, yeah, sorry, that's the doorbell. Some adults are now going crazy. Uh, but yeah, I think it would be nice to have a different experience.
0: Wait, they are fired up. <laughs> Who's coming in that they're so pleased to see?
1: Well, I think it's I don't know I think it might be the postman.
0: What was it in in Rio? Was it uh, a bug, something you ate? Something out of the. Uh,
1: I, don't, I don't know. I was. It was a vomiting and diarrhea bug, so it could have been something I picked up in the village, or yeah. something that I had. Um, something that I'd, I'd eaten. Out. I don't really know, but yeah, it wasn't very pleasant anyway.
0: Yeah. But yeah. Moving on. Then. So, uh, so did you not have because of having to go to Malibu and stuff? Did you not? There wasn't sort of lots of interviews and press and stuff going on around. Like following that, or was it with the phone running red hot? Because yeah, also just good. I remember uh, you were obviously up quite late that night because there was something that I can't remember. I saw, I saw something social media, and then first thing in the morning, we tweeted something about like how was your weekend, and you popped straight back in with a yeah, pretty good days, very much. And that was at like half six in the morning or something, wasn't it? Ah, but no, because you'd had yeah. the transfer, so yeah.
1: So I was probably on the airport already. Yeah. And- yeah, so it was well. I didn't sleep early right? because you're kind of riled up at that point, and I got back to the hotel about eleven o'clock after dinner, and then I had to pack my bike and pack my suitcase. So that was probably at twelve, one. Then I think I lay in bed and just scrolled on Instagram for a bit. I think I did get a bit of shut eye. Not sure, uh, but then I was up at half five again. So um, when I was actually on the flight to LA. And um, I'd fallen asleep and I was lying horizontal, missed both the meals and I was being shaken quite vigorously with 10 minutes to go and I was like, oh, oh, and the air was was like, you, you'll need to wake up, you'll need to, you'll need to up now, we're, we're landing. I was like, oh God, oh God, okay, okay. And then she said, we've been trying to wake you for the past couple of hours and come around and try to shake you and I was like, well, I haven't slept, I haven't slept since by day, so that's yeah. probably why. But I've got this new thing now going into races where I just don't sleep. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Somebody said to me, When, when did you get up for the race in Paris? Thinking I was going to say, you know, half four on the Thursday morning. And I was like, oh, Tuesday morning, eight o'clock. As long you didn't sleep after that. <laughs> I didn't go to bed, I didn't teach all sleeping, but I didn't sleep. So,
0: And it's not like, while you're lying there, you're not getting worried about, oh, I should be sleeping, da-da-da, or you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you are? Yeah, like...
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I might look like a swan on the outside, but underneath the water.
0: <laughs> it's all
1: falling apart. And <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, I try to get in, to be fair. Everything.
0: Um, have you seen the thing that's all over TikTok? Uh, people boiling up lettuces and drinking it and that sends them off to sleep.
1: No, I didn't try that. Um, I did do, yeah, ever explain yoga, podcasts, <laughs> um guided meditation.
0: Yeah. Boil up a couple of boil up a couple of Lola Rossos and uh, see how that yeah that treats you. Or oh, yeah. don't because it's actually be quite nicely anyway. Uh, the whole no sleep thing.
1: So I, sometimes I find the things that get worse the older I get, and that seems to be one of them. I used to be able to sleep. I mean, not amazingly well, but now it's just nothing. I don't know whether it's the pressure. I don't
0: know. So actually, that uh, that sort of post-victory lying in bed scrolling must be must been one of the nicest things, isn't it? You're just seeing like all the lovely messages pouring through, and it's just you know little snippets from the race footage coming up on your feed and it's just still like keeping it alive and fresh isn't
1: it yeah quite nice actually my favorite actually the whole season our favorite clip the whole season was a clip of cassandra and i running up the road to the chandelier i think that's just so cool yeah and um, yeah i'd love to get around that yeah i don't know how this um
0: yeah well, there's the one, it's not, you're not on the Champs-Élysées, but you're coming around the corner. Uh, we clipped it out for TikTok, um, and it's got over a million views, and it's one of the, one of the most viewed of things. But it's also got a few of your old students piped up on there. Have you seen this? Are you on TikTok or not?
1: Is this the triathlon edits?
0: Uh, no, World Triathlon TikTok.
1: Oh, I've not seen it.
0: So it's, we put like a little bit of the commentary over the top and it's uh, well it starts with him with Trevor going they don't want water they just want the medals Um, but then he just sort of says Potter quite a lot so everyone's dropping in Harry Potter references but then someone who actually I should find out if their proper name is on
1: there um,
0: just just Nyage is her is her call sign or whatever you would call it and she says at Raoul bro she was our teacher assistant in science please tell me you remember Oh. I wasn't
1: a teaching assistant I was the teacher That's what I thought, yeah That's
0: an outrage Right, we're going to get on to these people and say, look How freaking dare you
1: I have got, like, a few I think a few of the kids I used to teach um, Do follow me On TikTok, or oh, definitely Instagram Yeah Because I mean, the reply, reply Yeah, they often Message me saying I don't know, like um, well done, Miss or something.
0: Like you can call me Miss. you Because they're probably like mid twenties now, right? And they still have to call you miss. That's the that's the power of teaching, right?
1: I know, I know. Who should get more on TikTok? I need I think I need a lesson on how to use it oh,
0: it's quite fun and then someone... so
1: some, some younger training partners, so they can show me.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, someone called M U F C Yeah says at Philip So this is where she's been when she ditched us. <laughs> So, but I mean, but when you left the school, was it, it? I mean, presumably you were like, "All right, kids, um, yeah, Miss Potter's leaving now. She's going to go and pursue her Olympic dreams." It must have been quite a romantic... They
1: knew, they knew I'd been to Olympics because they all went into school to watch me. They at they had they got the assembly hall and they all went into school to watch me on the at the track on the track. So they knew, but maybe they didn't know that I was
0: because then you left. I'm still teaching. That was that was the end of your teaching was that summer was it of, of Rio 2016
1: yes I'd been oh. that at school two and a half years and then I left yeah we moved I moved oh no no I worked until the December yeah so I worked until the December and then I moved in with Johnny in the January
0: right right
1: I handed my notice in so they knew I was sleeping
0: yeah yeah <laughs> it's like it. funny isn't it like you know you think how you presumably remember quite a lot of your teachers and certain things about them and then to yeah,
1: yeah, but you do, you, you do remember them for sure. Certainly, the ones that make an impact, so I must have been a <laughs> well, I must have been memorable in some way. I was quite young, to be fair, so.
0: Well, yeah, um, speaking of quite young, I was just looking back at some of the other races. I that, um, it was Antwerp 2018, was your first podium, wasn't it? And yeah, yeah, well, it was like a yeah. night time ago, um, and then yeah, at, at, which actually huh.
1: I don't think I podiumed for another couple of years after that. I think it was COVID year. Yeah, where I was second and then first.
0: I was in Valencia, wasn't it? Yeah, but but it was either before I was a Kenner or that you said that that Hamburg race you had been like kind of beside yourself, stressed out, and and kind of nervous as well before the race, and sort of looking for excuses not to go out there and stuff. And yeah,
1: yeah, I felt it hard. And- you have, like, long periods of time not racing. Like, I find that just in general. Like I, like, I like the pressure of having a race in the near future. So I always find the first race back after off-season quite nerve-wracking. But I didn't have that so much this year, and I think it's because I didn't really know what to expect. Like, I knew the winter was solid. I'd been a bit ill in January, so probably hadn't done the training that I'd wanted to going into into the race. But I felt like I'd done enough. Um, And it was obviously very early season. And I felt like I'd done more than most people. So I felt like it could go quite well. And I was going into feeling quite positive. But I didn't expect to win.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you'd kind of done your own thing or kept doing your own thing at home, hadn't you in the off season? Alex and Sophie had been in Australia.
1: I was actually in, I was away in Spain with my group.
0: Ah, right. Yeah, Yeah.
1: so we spent uh, a month in Spain. Um, in February and then I flew back to Glasgow for the day and then flew out to D- Dubai the day after. So I had, a, I had a good block when I was in Spain but that's about it for the kind of good block of training going into that race. So it was nice to have, you know, that 12 weeks afterwards um, to prepare for the other races and unfortunately I did get a little bit injured in that time, I think, because it was such a long block and I always need, need it to be up a little bit so that's something we learned this year Um to kind of maybe not go so hard for so long yeah. uh, or you don't have I think the good thing about having races periodically is that you you know you have times where you have to just naturally taper and ease off and because I just didn't have that because the block was so big I just yeah just pushed myself a bit too hard and ended up having to back off a bit
0: so <laughs> yeah I mean how much yeah, I know you're in Leeds and obviously kind of based at the Brownlee Centre there and so on, but I sort of feel like they're doing so much other stuff that presumably you're not actually with them all that much, are you? Or or do you kind of tend to see, yeah, see a fair amount of them? Yeah, and, and, I, see, you do, yeah. I see them all
1: the time, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. I dream with them, them every day. So, right. um, yeah,
0: just because they always seem to be off doing kind of other different races or bits and pieces as well. I just didn't know if, yeah. Exactly. No, no,
1: I see them. Yeah, they're, they're I think, you know, Leeds is our base. So we always kind of come back to Leeds after races. But yeah, and if they're not there, there's enough other guys in the group and girls in the group to kind of push me. And, and I also do quite a lot of cycling with the cyclists and running with the runners. So quite a good variety of training in Leeds. And, and yeah, I'm happy there. It's perfect it's for me.
0: Yeah. But they must have. I would imagine there'll be some valuable kind of insights in terms of building up to an, an Olympics, and that that they can bring to the table, right? Because it is like nothing else, and you've got this super early qualification dialed in, and like yeah, like you said, like every athlete is obviously different in terms of how much they need to race or train and break it up. But presumably, there's going to be a, a couple of patterns, or at least a couple of things that they'll be like, yeah, I would certainly advise avoid doing this and try and do more of this
1: yeah i think so and i also think what i've done in the last two years i've had uh, a step up in performance so i think there's no point in going and changing too much I don't need to change too much i need to just consolidate and do another winter what i'm doing because it will get a bit stronger that's the beauty of having not done a big block of cycling before, you know like not got years of cycling in the bank you know i I do get better every every winter. It's not like it's at that stage where I'm just getting like one one or two percent. Like I'm taking big chunks and I'll just, yeah, just will get stronger. So, um, yeah, out of my knee as well. <laughs> and, yeah, so I think that's the beauty of it. So I don't think I need to change too much. What I've been doing is been working. Uh, and, yeah, hopefully I'll just be a bit stronger, a bit, uh, bit better and a bit faster next year.
0: It's funny, though, isn't it, how in that off-season, presumably everyone goes in looking to concentrate on some things or dial in some things, and then every start, it, there's someone that's just kind of been rinsing their swim, for example. or
1: I think, actually, this year my swim wasn't where it had been. Like certainly has been better in training. I have been struggling with a shoulder injury for most of the summer, no. and so I think that has been... Um, partly the reason why I've struggled a little bit, um, but I think yeah, it's, at the moment it's good enough. It well, I know it's better than what it was this year, and it was frustrating not to um, be able to kind of show that in races. Um, but I think yeah, one thing that I've noticed is a lot better is you know to, again, just my biking and my handling and uh, even running off that. I I really I found it quite hard to always feel good running off the bike. Um, and it's been a little bit hit or miss depending on how hard the bike was. And, but I think I had a collection of different sort of bikes this year and was able to... I mean, maybe I wasn't the fastest all the time on the run, but I was in the position to to win the races from where my bike had put me. So, um, But I think this year I got a lot of different experiences of different bike packs, and mainly because of my spin, where my son put me in the races. So <laughs> it was an interesting uh, season to kind of... Um,
0: Kind of try those things out
1: anyway.
0: Yeah. And it was the swim. I, I Yeah. In Pontevedra, you know, you're sort of lining up next to Cassandra. You stood there for like, what, six, seven, eight minutes while they were lining up <laughs> the rest of the thing. And I just like, that's got to be awkward. And what, what you know, You sort of. I don't... You just don't say it. You don't say anything to one another. There was just no. Yeah. Was... A long time you not... stood next to someone. It
1: is. It is. Well, I was sandwiched in between the two French girls as well, but no one spoke. No one was, no one spoke. So, um, I mean, it was. Yeah. In a way, it was actually better for me going on second. And I found it very difficult to choose that position in Paris. Mm. And in the end, I think it was Johnny that said to me, "He's like, just choose your position, go to it. You've chosen that. You can't change it now. Go to it. Stand there." Don't look where anyone else goes,
0: just it looks like you own it.
1: Right? <laughs> He's like, I just trust that you chose the right position. So I was like, okay, I've chosen thirty-five, I'm gonna stay here for a yeah. soon. And it worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, there was nowhere else like in my head. If Cassandra went right, I was going right. If she went left, I was going left. If she went middle, I was going middle. So yeah, it actually took the stress of where I was gonna stand and the out was this out of the whole situation. So, yes. Yeah.
0: And if you, yeah. It, 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 so, you're not really sort of saying anything that's probably a good policy rather than just like, oh, nice goggles or something. And then you're like, oh, God, I've just complimented on our goggles. And then it's just really weird. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, I probably say good luck be fair, before we went on, but I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but equally, you've got a... to. Yeah, you're just in your own space at that point and mm. you're just going to. Def- the last little bits that you need to remember what to do, you know, and then, um, I, I, I re-watched it and we dive in and I was straight with her. We are off to the side a little bit yeah. <laughs> on that hit. <laughs> I knew that was what I had to do and I had to glue myself to her.
0: Yeah, uh, and the get out speed because, you know, in Hamburg, hers was ridiculous over the, you know, much shorter swim, obviously, and yeah, yeah. I well away very quickly in those races but then, your arm speed was, Absolutely motoring as well because you obviously yeah you were like right yeah yeah yep. and then I, I was actually
1: I was actually rowing the boy in front of her because so I was on Sophie's feet at that point so I remember parts of the race really well I did find the water very cold all right so I did start to get cramped after that but I found the water very cold so um yeah. yeah I think a couple of people struggled with that she yeah. was on the leaner side but yeah.
0: And then the second <laughs> lap sort of lost a little bit more ground on Cassandra, didn't you? And then I don't
1: know. Yeah, I, did, I, I got out and I I got out the water on the first lap, and I she was right there, and I was like, I need to run around her. <laughs> I need to be in the water before her. So it was, it was almost like I didn't want to get too fixated on, you know, like looking at one another. But I knew that I just had to make sure I can see her. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't want her to get too far away from me. Um. So that was, yeah. That was. It was difficult because I did talk to my psychologist about it, and you know, I said that like, I don't want to be fixated on certain people. I want to be, you know, like, how how do I overcome that sort of thing? So, um, I think they were all like really useful things to like learn and find strategies for this year. You
0: know? Have you done that in previous races? Been like, I've got to get around that person or that person, or was this? Yeah, that was the first time that it had been so specific about. I mean obviously No, I think reasons but
1: there's other races where you need to make sure that certain bikers are behind you <laughs> and just be aware of that. But you know, our our team staff are pretty good at feeding those um, those sort of information into us on the course. So mm. um yeah, I think you just have to be aware of where you are. Like just try and stay present, I think. Because if you just get too like sucked up and sucked up in everything, it's sometimes you just lose you know, where you are, who's around you, what you need to do, so I think just trying to be calm, which has been a really like useful learning tool this year. Staying calm in situations where it's not going right, but trying to think positively and just take a minute and think, right, how can I make the best of this situation? So where I did it really badly was Calgary, but where I did it really well was Montreal, so...
0: And that's way easier said than done, though, as well, isn't it? Like you can't. It's one thing, having a psychologist yeah, it, or like that out, yeah, like, yeah. they're giving you the tools to. You, yeah,
1: yeah, it's just more like I was really flustered on that first lap in the Sun Calorie, and I then just made silly mistakes because I was panicked, and I could have got back to the front pack, but I'd let my heart rate go all the way up, and I was stressed, and I was panicking, and then I made some mistakes, went to the wrong bike, put the wrong helmet on, so stuff like that. You know, I think if you just think right okay that was a rubbish swim what can I do now to have a good transition and just go through like step by step right okay you've done transition what how am I gonna have a good bike here and then you just I went through the whole emotion of uh, like roller coaster uh, of emotions on on the Montreal race like after 10 minutes I was like I'm out of this race well I could have been I'm out of this race and then 10 minutes later I was in prime position to win so it's is just trying to keep control of your nerves and just thinking well, how can I do the next thing really really well yeah. and that's really helped me this year
0: and having those experiences in the locker will massively help next year as well yeah. right that to be yeah, to yeah. around and not necessarily having done that before it's like okay yeah there, there is the... I
1: think um, I think there's obviously an element of luck as well and it's not just I mean obviously yeah I work hard I train hard but there is an element of luck. There was there was an element of luck for me that the diaper group did got the road, you know, nip attack that not everyone went with her. So there was elements of luck and maybe the way the course was having lots of corners that allowed me to just break late and kind of chase back onto the group. So I think there's, um, you know, yeah, part of it is luck as well. It's not all just the training. <laughs>
0: But coming out of the watering pods, veggie, like, that did the long, did, did you able to, were you able to make up some ground on that long run up into transition? And then because, you know, the, the gap was a little bit out. What was, was there any moment there where you're starting to panic that maybe she, she was going to go and there was what, six or seven uh, at the front?
1: No, I didn't panic. No, I knew I was with Kate, okay, so I knew I'd be okay. Kate rides really well, so um, yeah, I, and I, I just felt like it would come back together. I just knew I had to be within touching distance at the dead turn, and I was, um, and I, yeah, I knew it would be okay. I think everyone at home was well. I know David was stressed, but I just I just didn't feel stressed. and I, I thought it I thought it would
0: be okay. Yeah, yeah, and through the race was that was having Kate there a bit of a a steadying sort of influence in a way like a familiar face and a someone uh, yeah uh, yeah i mean all of us
1: yeah all four of our our, our bits made the, the front group so it was quite nice and um yeah i think having familiar people and people who ride bikes well you know in that front group with me it was, it was good and i don't know if, yeah obviously did a lot of training with kate a couple of years ago and and so yeah and it's just this year I got on the podium was really really good especially like we're two of us together so it's like really special
0: it was maybe amplified in the men's race as well but the the emotion and the god it was heartbreaking seeing Alex and Hayden and Vasco after that race and then also with Cassandra and and Taylor after your race and yeah, it's it's not like a boxing match where you're like head to head and someone's down and you're kind of like pumped and yeah you got this weird moment right where you're delighted. You're it was particularly when like you and Kate were sat. You, I guess you'd just done your interviews and Sana was doing hers and she's obviously very emotional. And you're it seemed like you were being very empathetic towards her sort of situation there as well because it's just yeah it's it's, yeah, a it's, just, place
1: it's to be. Yeah, and I. I, I prepared for either outcome to be fair so I I think I was more prepared for the other outcome because um, that's what I was worried about I was worried and not not um, not so much finishing second more like dealing with this, the disappointment and having to then go to Malibu and sit on a plane for 12 hours and sit and think about everything I could done wrong boring. like I was I was worried about that, but I. The last thing my psychologist just said to me was, um, well whatever the outcome, triumph or tragedy, you can deal with it." And I was like, "Yeah, I can deal with it. I've had, I've had races where I've been lapped out. You know, I can deal. I can deal with, you know, finishing second. I can deal with that. So, yeah, but it's hard. And, um, I, in in the end of the men's race, I had to stop watching it. I just, yeah, I couldn't watch it anymore so yeah and um, and then yeah I obviously felt I felt sorry for yeah felt sorry for Cassandra and then we're we, we based you know like you can only have one winner so and she still had an incredible season so yeah she can't be disappointed um, well she can't be disappointed but she can't like be too uh, hard on herself uh, I guess so um. Yeah, it was just close and it was I think it was good viewing. Well, I hope it was good viewing and I think it was good battle. And yeah.
0: But to have had those two massive races, beaten her and both, but like to have been there in in her own backyard, uh yeah, on the on the Paris Olympic course must have felt very sweet.
1: Yeah, it was, and I think doing it the way I did it as well, you know, I left it pretty late to make a move. So yeah, I think just it kind of consolidated to me that I I am one of the best runners in triathlon because I kind of felt like I always maybe wasn't given that label, um, but just doing that on a course that was probably better suited to to her, I guess. Um, well, I don't know because I did run track as well, so yes, yeah, it's, it's difficult to tell. But I think just doing it. in that manner gave me a big confidence boost and um, yeah I think I took that confidence into the last race and and when I saw the run profile I kind of
0: thought this is this is mine to lose really and I guess when it became obvious or that certainly in her post-race interview like she said that that maybe the first lap she was cramping a bit or you know the, the bike to run didn't click for her did you get a sense that something was quite not right, and then think, right, this is, I, I've really got to kind of ramp it up here and apply that a little bit more pressure because she did, she did think grow into the race, didn't she? Like her second, her final lap certainly felt like she was, looked like she was flowing again. So, yeah, we did you have that presence to, to think, right, this is, this is really time to put the hammer down?
1: Um, no, so I'd always planned on when I was going to attack, um, or certainly try and blow the field apart so I'd always planned in my head when I was going to do that um, and it just happened to be that Kate was just setting the pace for me which was lovely so <laughs> uh, that was good to have someone just to kind of run behind and follow for a bit um, I knew when we were running into T2 that she was on the wrong side and I was a bit confused by that, I was like I need to cut across you because my bike is on the right hand side and yours is on the left or my shoes so I was like maybe she's a bit confused about where where she's going here, and then I had a very quick transition and was out. And I knew that well, I don't want to look around at that point, but I could. I knew that she wasn't there. I was getting information that she was a couple seconds behind, and then by the time I think she made contact by the end of the hill, but then on the downhill, I knew that's where I was going to be better at running. So I made sure I kind of we ran that quite hard, and yeah, I was getting information that she was the gap was getting bigger. So. At that point i thought okay well she might catch us back up in the flat but i just made sure that i kind of built into the hill every time and and then the last time we went up it i went quite hard up it then and um, i think that's where yeah the time really went out not last lap
0: mm. someone who doesn't quite understand these things can you explain like the what it is about your running or cassandra's that made- made the hill the obvious place for you and a harder place for her to try and respond?
1: I think I did a lot of cross country when I was younger. Not such a fan now, but I really enjoyed running cross country and especially hilly cross countries that have, you know, tight bends and, and you know, when we are running in those Spanish streets, it was on kind of sort of cobbled ground and it was lots of kind of sharp right-handers and as you're running quite uphill in a narrow kind of do narrow streets as well into like a kind of long and fast downhill and so i think just i guess the thing the reason i think it suits me the best is because i i'm not a rhythm runner but I, i can be but i also don't mind it when it's a bit you know you're changing your side passing all the time i can cope with that i like i like that sort of running um, and I guess somewhere like Paris and maybe Hamburg is more sort of flat, and you can get into a rhythm. Um, and I think that's what Cas is really good at. Um, so I think, yeah, I think I can be adaptable, basically. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's all about getting better for you now for Neon, and then doing whatever you guys are cooking up in the laboratory for over the winter <laughs> and into, into Paris, huh? Yeah, a lot going to change too much. But yeah. <laughs> By not changing too much, does that mean you know your you, your thought would be all those WTCs starts up to whatever? I guess Hamburg is like very close to Paris, isn't it? Um, but but yeah, you're gonna you're gonna want to be doing the racing. You're gonna want to be.
1: Yeah, no, I I yeah, I've, I've not properly planned out my season. I guess that's a job for November December time. But once I get back into some training and. And yeah, once we, yeah, sit down with everyone and kind of sort out what we, what we want to do, then yeah, we'll have more of an idea, but, um, I guess the main aim is the Olympics. So however the preparation looks around that, we'll, we'll aim to get that as right as possible. Yeah.
0: Now the main aim short term is to finally celebrate your world title. So yeah. Long way that happened sooner rather than later. So yeah, has it been rearranged yet, or are you just waiting? I did see yeah, you know, you got a nice welcome with the signs and the balloons right at the at the airport.
1: Yeah, they did pick me up and um, taxi for the world champ. It was written on a big cardboard box. I think from a kit up that had arrived while I was away. And um, so she picked me up and I had decorated to the house when I got home. So that was a nice surprise. But we didn't quite get around to having the barbecue. Probably the last barbecue of the year as well because it was sunny on Saturday. Yeah, uh, but I'm sure we'll find the way to celebrate. And I'm, I'm going on. I've already booked my holiday, so
0: um, yeah, I'll be able to have some bedtime there and enjoy it there. Is Kate was Kate in Malibu? She was right, and she'll be in Neom as well.
1: Yeah, she's in my team, so we're in Team Sharks. So she'll be there.
0: Yeah, um, and she must be kind of buzzing, and it's it's. Sort of fascinating how the the team. Well, it just nobody knows beyond you and Alex. Obviously dialed in. Um, beyond that, it's it's host- <laughs> or, 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 an unknown, which is. It is. It is. But yeah,
1: I'm just glad I'm qualified. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stay well clear of uh, yeah whatever. Yeah. It be. But uh, and also, I guess you know that th- these are the reasons why. In Sunderland, you were sort of flown in for the the relay cameo and things as well, right? That that's yeah. yeah. Um, there's going to be a, a whole other kind of can to, to try and how much how much of the relay have you done? Was this like really the first year that you've done a solid? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. first year I needed to show how old I was in a first and uh, sorry, second and a fourth leg. So, um, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. Pardon the pun. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> um, yeah, ho- and hopefully I'll be in the really team next year as well.
0: Well, we wish you very well. Will you be um, watching on cheering Chelsea on this weekend from afar? Yes, Chelsea's a fellow runner. Um, I've got quite a few
1: people I know doing the race. So yeah, it'll be very exciting. Looking forward to
0: looking forward to seeing who wins. I've got yeah, some predictions, but I don't know the um, Kona. What sort of time UK is that gonna be? Like a fairly sort of midday start, I guess. So it's very early. It, yeah, it's so far behind, isn't it? Colin, so Yeah. Well, congratulations once again. Thank you. Uh good luck in Neon. Thanks. Enjoy the break.
1: Thank you, and I'll speak to you soon. All
0: right. Thanks a lot